You're listening to the Premier Podcast Network. to another episode of Sitting Greenside. We have a special episode tonight. We have the VP of Fight Book MMA, Mr. Emmett Glenn. What's cracking, dog? You're still muted, brother. What's happening, boys? Good to be on. How's things? Yes, sir. It's a long time coming, man, for you to jump on our show. Uh, I know we've been wanting to get you on Too for... Long ever but now we finally got you on it's what uh close to one o'clock in the morning where you uh are at right now which two, is pretty <laughs> 2 a.m man <laughs> that's what we call fucking dedication bro <laughs> the things you gotta do when you're a european <laughs> fight fan Man, thanks for jumping on, man. Let's get started with the show. Uh, again, I am Robert Mia, and my buddies here with me David Rodriguez, Mark M. Miller, and Rudy Lara. How's it going, fellas? Going good. 
and Mike, but yeah. Yeah. with me, David Rodriguez. Yeah. Yeah. time of the week, and, and uh, it's super Laura. necessary, I'd like to say, having uh, Mr. Emmett Glenn on, given and what's Mike been unfolding Glenn. in the news, outside the cage, <laughs> inside. Oh, man. Ironic. But, <laughs> all right. But it's yeah, a fully we, loaded um, weekend full of fights. Um, you definitely got to be a real fight fan this weekend uh, to be considered a real fight fan. You got to, you know, yeah, gotta be man. all in this weekend. So Hell yeah. Speaking of, let me do my quick shout outs to HKA USA. Go to HKAUSA.com. Show love to them. Show some support. They show a lot of love to Fightbook MMA. Also to our live streaming partners, Flow Combat, Fight TV, ESPN Plus, The Zone, and MMA TV. Also, don't forget to get your Fox Hound Fuel uh, supplements. Get uh, Use our discount, FBMMA in all caps. Also, John Tyler, for all the fellas out there, if you want to get some badass underwear, go to John Tyler's uh, website. Use our discount code for 20% off, FIGHTBOOK in all caps. Uh, let's see here. And also shout out to all our partner promotions that we work with really, really closely. Brave Combat, uh, One Championship, XFN. We good, Rudy? Oh, okay, sorry. And uh, yeah, so go and uh, check out our partners tab so you can check out yeah. everything uh, with those promotions. Um, another shout out, I know, uh, Mark, you want to give a quick shout out, man? To uh, Dave and the guys from Chop Sports? No, to your family. Oh, congratulations to my daughter, Jazzy, for graduating university today. There you go. Congrats. Congratulations. Congratulations. Congrats, yeah, uh, well, Mark. Well, Mark was saying you can catch our show live on Fight, uh, Facebook. I was going to say Fightbook. On Facebook and YouTube. And all the audio platforms that you can think of, we are on there. And a quick shout out to Premier Streaming Network for having us on their platform as well. Uh, fellas, we got a weekend of fights, like David said, man. Let's start off with the MMA kickboxing grappling Muay Thai category. Say that a little June, slower, a little slower. June 16th, Centurion FC. That's going to be streaming live on Fight TV and at Fightbook MMA. Also, the PFL 5, LFA 160, Bellator 297, Fusion Fight League, and our friends out there at Combate Global. I will definitely be having a lot of those results at the website. So if you're not able to watch it, um, well, well, we'll tell you what you are if you're not going to be able to watch these fights. Uh, in the boxing, bare knuckle, and slap fight category, we have seven events to uh, mention. The next uh, five events are going to be live on Fight TV and at Fightbook MMA. We have Thunderdome. 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 Thunderdome 42. Disrupt Promotions. Trailer Flight uh, Fight Club, The Awakening. Alessi Promotions. Tampa Beatdown. And River City Fights 4. And live on this zone on the 17th, it's a title fight. Regis Progreis versus Dani I, I thought you were going to say Regis Philbin. <laughs> you know who that Regis. is, right? <laughs> yes. Regis and Kathy Lee. Dude, hey, you, 
We might have him on the show. You never know, man. That's the is that dude even still alive? Yeah, yeah he's he still alive. He is he's cool. Still alive. cool. Yeah. I like Regis. He's yeah, like 100 man. years old. Yeah, he's still around, though. He's like he's Bob a... Barker is like 103 years old. He's still alive. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, let's see here. They're going to be fighting for the WBC junior welterweight title. And that's uh, Progress. Uh, he's going to be defending that belt. Um, also in Queensland, Australia, Tim Suyu versus Carlos Ocampo. They're fighting for Tisuyo's WBO interim junior weight. Bro, title. I don't know. I don't know, but uh, those guys don't sound very Australian to me. <laughs> well, they're not Australian. They're just fighting in Australia, bro. Oh, I thought that's how it works. <laughs> no. oh. And David. What what do we say if what now? Well, especially this weekend in particular, but every weekend always, you know the drill. If you're not watching every single second, of every single minute of every round, of every event, of every fight, Rob just mentioned. Not a real not fight a fan. Real fight fan. Sorry, yeah, folks. Not a real fight fan. Yeah. <laughs> That's how it works. Those are the rules, and uh, even more so this weekend because we got PFL. Bellator's got a stack card, 15 fights. Um, oh, we'll get man. It. I mean, we'll get to UFC, uh, Cannoneer, Marvin Vittori, do the full picks and predictions on there. But we will indeed start the show out with UFC 289. Took place in Vancouver. Mark, I got to give credit to Mark Andrew Miller. Nearly had a perfect card. Oh, I mean, you picked Aldana, man. Like, that was the only – you're perfect for the final well, fight. Well, the Curtis fight screwed me, too, because, you know, it wasn't no contest. But <laughs> yeah. I know. I shouldn't have picked Aldana. She didn't show up that night. That, the thing is, it had nothing to do with his picks. It had everything to do with his countrymen. They fucking put it on the oh, line, bro. Yeah, they they came it. out and showed out and, and showed exactly why they deserve to have a show and – you know, I, I don't know why the UFC held out so long. Well, I mean, I, I don't think it, they had anything to do with it. I think it's the, the taxes. It was, here, it was more the country not letting them in. <laughs> it's the taxes and shit here and all that crap. I don't so think that had anything to do with it, bro. They're going to make the fucking money. The UFC is going to make their money, man. But uh, uh, shout out to fucking Canada and all the winners. That was awesome. Um, I was I was wrong on a couple of them, but not clean a big sweep. deal. Yeah, Jazz Devicious. Is that the first time awesome, it was a clean sweep? Yeah, yeah. First time in Canada, mm. man. All six representatives won. So Kyle great. Nelson, and we had him on, you know, yeah. a couple of weeks yeah. ago, uh, oh, probably dude, a week before his, show, his event. Badass. That was mm. badass, bro. And he was he was a big underdog. A lot of the underdogs came in and delivered, man. Kyle Nelson was one of them. Yeah. You're awesome, bro. Congrats. Yeah. Yeah, mm-hmm. and I got to admit, the, the Rogers Center is such a legit venue, too. You know what I mean? Because, like, the past events that the UFC has held there, like, it's a big I mean, underdog. Like the DSP a lot of the days, like, it's just kind of reminiscent of man. them fighting. Some, some, yeah, some yeah. epic You're fights awesome, around down there. The crowd was live. Uh, it lived up pretty. It, the, I mean, they, there was a few fights that did drop off. Um, but, yeah, having Charles Oliveira, uh, Benil Dariush, and uh, his performance leading into the main event. Um, yeah, Du Bronx, man. Um, I think he fought the way he should have fought and uh, didn't throw some wild uh, jump knees and get caught kind of like when he got caught with Islam and got taken down and kind of controlled the fight there and was like, fuck this shit, getting back to my feet. And he starts them out. And that's kind of the way I seen the fight playing out. And Charles Oliveira's getting the title shot, right? Damn it. Or what do you think? 
Jersey's got to have that type of shot now. Let's be fair. Um, like it was an outstanding performance. I had Benny. I thought Benny, being the crazy psychopath he is, I thought he was going to go in, do a number. But as you say, David, uh, Charles just, it's just a different, he's, he's a different level to everybody else. He put it on him, man. He put it on him, and it was it was fast. It was fast, and that was just peak Charles Oliveira. Um, I enjoyed that fight, bro. I, I and I said it, man. I was like, dude, I don't think there's any way. People were saying Darius was gonna knock out Oliveira. I was like, the fuck out of here. Who do you think Benil Darius is? That's not gonna happen. If he wins, it's probably gonna be by a decision. And Charles Oliveira didn't even let it. Get past oh, the first fucking round, bro. That dude is on another level. He's hungry for the belt. He's, I think, he's got enough to fucking. I think he's learned from his mistakes. I know he knows he's a seasoned fighter, bro. You know, I think he knows what he's got to do to win. And I think if they, he fights a champ, he's gonna, he's gonna win, man. Yeah, I think. Yeah, I, don't uh, I, I, I don't think he wins. I don't think he wants against uh, Islam again. Well, it's going to be out in Dubai, isn't it, next time? Yeah, the it'll rematch. be in Dubai. So it'll be, be a good fight. Islam's backyard. Oh, it'll be a good fight. I'll watch. No doubt. Yeah, for sure, for sure. And a lot of people are, are betting on Islam winning right now. They the, I think the betting odds are having Islam, like, I, I don't even know the numbers right now. I think now, it was like minus 300 yeah, last time dude. I checked. Yeah, it was crazy. And I'm like... Did, did y'all not see the performance that he just put on at the pay-per-view of the Comey? Like, come on. You're going to be picking Islam. Yeah, Islam is a good fight. I give you credit on that. Yes, he's done wonderful things in his MMA career. But he's never fought a guy like Charles Oliveira. Yeah, he has. And he beat him. Well, <laughs> <laughs> I'm saying the guy that we saw on Saturday night. Yeah, did yeah. It. So there's, yeah, there's man. a difference between... The, the, he he the, had a fire, the bro. Fight he, this fight, this fight, he he came out and he had he had a fire that he didn't have. He didn't have it exactly. in that last fight. That's, that's um, what I'm saying. You know what I'm this saying? He just different. He didn't have it, bro. He didn't have it. He didn't. Mm -hmm. I didn't feel it that last time. You know, mm -hmm. he looked. Uh, I don't know, man. He didn't. He didn't look like he wanted he it. Defeated. And and he got, he you yeah, know he got caught slipping and and he got fucked up for it. So. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah, terrible game plan, too. And uh, even Javier Mendez, uh, I think he was on the submission radio. Uh, he even had, you know, lots of respect and lots of great things to say about Charles's performance and uh, totally said that, yeah, the next time around with Islam, it will be a different fight. We know yep. Islam goes out there and he's just like, he does not let he just he sets traps. Uh, he doesn't let anybody fight their game like that's just the Dagestani way. We've seen it with Khabib many times, but um with Islam, though, where he's at, he's been out for a little bit. And I think, like you were talking about, you guys, the UFC wants those guys in Abu Dhabi. They want their uh, 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 Arab Arabic fighters or Muslim fighters. You know, they do want, uh, like, a Kaira France and Al-Bazi, sort of controversial. Al-Bazi more than likely would, will fight yeah. on that card. Uh, Bilal Muhammad's another guy. So they're going to they got a lot of uh, stakeholders in the UFC and Abu Dhabi in the Middle East. And, I think uh, that's what they want to do. And even like uh, Adesanya was saying, the conspiracy take that he had uh, about Volkanovski uh, losing the fight too. He said that, you know, same kind of shit that the UFC is invested in Abu Dhabi and um, they ought to have a champion, you know, go over there. And that's now we do have a definite rematch for possibly Charles, if he does win, becoming the greatest lightweight that we've ever seen, right? He's one mm -hmm. of them. Yeah. 
Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Yeah, with the wins on his record and the people that he's fought, I mean, coming back and, be, and winning the belt for the second time, I think it'll be even greater, uh, especially in Abu Dhabi, defeating a guy like Makachev, who's lost once, but people don't even remember that he's actually lost a fight, right? Mm-hmm. You know, I, I would have enjoyed seeing Dariush against Makachev. That, that would have been an interesting fight, you know. But um, I don't know, man. It's Charles Overa, dude. He was fucking mm. on fire, dog. On fire. Bro. I hope he brings that fire to the next fight because yeah. – He always bounces back after losses. Like, he comes back even nastier. I've noticed. Mm, I like the way you said that. Yep. <laughs> Coming back nastier, huh? <laughs> we'll touch on a few of the, uh, the prelims here in a second, but we got to go to the main event and talk about the oh, uh, greatest female combat sports athlete, uh, right. boxing, MMA. I said it last week, boys. I said that retirement word, that talk. It happened. Mark, you know it, but that's unfortunately the pick that you got wrong. All yeah. y'all picked Aldana, I picked <laughs> Nunez, and still the GOAT. And Bro, that that shit. was that was embarrassing, man. Arena Aldana did she mm. look? It would look like am, it looked like amateur hour, bro. It looked like fucking amateur hour. Um, Amanda Nunez just she pieced her up, dude, and she made she fucking took her lunch, man. She took her fucking lunch, and Aldana didn't do a damn thing about it. <laughs> it was, I don't know, man. I was embarrassed that I picked Aldania. I wasn't like confident. It wasn't a confident pick. I was just like, you know what? I, I would like to see, you know, a Mexican champ win another one. Um, mm-hmm. that would be cool to see. That's why I, yeah. I really why I picked her, not because I, I thought that she was gonna like fuck her up. You know, I said there's a chance she might knock her out, but you know, I knew, knew she didn't show up though. Win. That's why she didn't knock her out. She was already defeated in the head. Yeah, like it would have been it would have been cooler yeah. cool to see Amanda Nunez go out with like a fucking finish, but whatever, yeah. man, it is what it is. Yeah, um, it's just you know she didn't do the wildness to finish her off her career. She pulled a John Salter, didn't do shit except the basic Nunez fight. David called it, man. So she retired. Yep. And I mean that's good, man, because there's nobody else on her level, man. You know, mm-hmm. and it'd be interesting to see you know what you know who the next champion is and if they can bring that type of intensity and and skill I you know to that it, to that belt <laughs> i highly doubt it too man you know because who's next <laughs> in, uh, who's next in line uh nicole Payne. Yeah, i mean uh, uh, Kenya? Pennington? pennington yeah mm-hmm. you know what this is kind of like a perfect time for the ufc i know they don't do tournaments but it would be a perfect time for do a women's bantam weight tournament you know and the 145 divisions awash dana white said it immediately in the post-conference, which I, he's been probably been waiting to get rid of that division for a while. And there's, there's just nobody out there. But uh, Emmett, is there a fight for Amanda to bring her back? Like the Kayla Harrison fight? Like, what do you think? At WWE, like anything, you know what I mean? I, I mean, the WWE is given. She's going to get paid good. But as far as like a real fight uh, in the cage or in the boxing, do you think there's a matchup for her? Or who's the name? But you, you would like to see her probably fight the likes of Larissa Pacheco, Kayla Harrison threw in boxing with the likes of Chrissy Cyborg, just a straight up boxing fight. Um, mm-hmm. Those are the type of fights she needs to be taking though. She's got nothing to prove with an MMA. In my, in, my, in my view, MMA should be done for her. Go do the entertainment, earn the big bucks. She should, she should go and box uh, Jake Paul, man. <laughs> <laughs> it, dude, that would make some money. She would fuck him up. <laughs> <laughs> she fucked him up, right? 
Who wouldn't pay to see that, bro? Who would not pay to see that? I pay to see that. I mean, people people pay to see that just to see Jake Paul get knocked out. And, you know, he's been doing the knocking. But I don't think he would be so lucky. That's even, (laughs) you know, I I don't even know if the Diaz fight's going to happen. That's kind of, I don't know. Have you really heard anything about it? Yeah, that's another one that's, yeah. Well, I heard Nate was training with the, who's that guy? He's training with the Olympic boxer. Uh, preparing for Jake, and I know they uh, it's going to be a 10-round fight. It was uh, originally an eight-round fight, so it's 10, and I guess Nate's coming in with that Diaz cardio, and uh, if he could fucking drown out Jake Paul, then it's going to get interesting to get in those later rounds, but and yeah, Jake, I'm, I'm with you, Rudy. I, I won't believe it till I see it, for yeah. sure, on that one. I guess who's going to be his uh, cut man? Greg Hardy? <laughs> <laughs> no. our, our friend, our friend of Five Book MMA, Stitch. Oh, oh. Old school I, I was way off. Yes. <laughs> yeah, you were. <laughs> but, but I do like the, like you said, uh, Emmett, though, I think the the boxing fight with Cyborg, definitely I like that, even though she smashed Cyborg in MMA. <laughs> like even, yeah. uh, what's her name, uh, Clarissa Shields, like if she wants to go the boxing route and like prove that she's the true, true GOAT, isn't Clarissa Shields the GOAT? You know what I mean? She's the GOAT. Clarissa Shields is... It's too much for her. Carissa, she's a fucker up. And Boxing's <laughs> a fucker up. <laughs> what I about do like that? Um, did what you about guys the notice Serrano the, sisters? Um, yeah, no, that's another one. That's a potential because I think there's a, there is a chance she does go the boxing route. She doesn't go WWE. She'll go boxing. She's going to go mm-hmm. for the biggest page she deserves. She's made a lot of money in the UFC. Uh, prove, she has nothing left to prove out there. But yeah, there is potential out there for a big time boxing bout, and maybe it's fucking. Floyd Mayweather, I don't know, who knows, right? Floyd's fighting everybody these days, right? Oh, don't even talk about his last one. That was ridiculous. <laughs> yeah, we'll, we'll oh, get to that. Oh, shit, dude. Oh, shit, Shit show. Did you guys notice uh, in the fight with uh, Amanda Nunes, did you see that she started throwing those, like, John Jones oblique kicks and, like, yeah. stepping yeah. elbows? Like, those were – we've never seen her do that. And nope. I think she caught uh, Aldana with one of them and – Aldana proved that she could take a punch. Like she took some shots, and um, I don't know. I don't understand how how the first round she was out. She caught her with something clean, and then just never did it again, and was just completely just like shell shocked. So, yeah, man. You know, it, it, you know, Aldana. She was taking the shots, and you can tell that she could take the the shots, right? So why didn't she just capitalize on that, knowing that she could take her punches? And like you said, Dave, what she did in the first round. If she could have continued doing that, she would have caught uh, Amanda and either hurt her really bad, get on her back and choke her out, um, or even potentially knock her out. But it, it, it like at the later rounds, it proved that Aldania can take a hit. But that's Amanda's about just, all she did, man, was take yeah, a hit. Amanda, yeah. um, Amanda is just ah, dude. It was, a, I don't know, needed. bro. I it was, was I was, I was embarrassing. Was I was annoyed. I was, uh, I didn't like was. that fight. You know, nope. it just, I don't know. She was yeah, like a deer in the headlights. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. I mean, I liked the fight. Don't get me wrong. I just didn't like, you know, Aldania's part in it. <laughs> it was, oh God. I would have, <laughs> I would have much rather seen, uh, you know, Pena, you know? Yeah. And then, yeah, but that's, I think that was that was probably that was probably more exciting as watching her bitch about Nunez retiring than that whole fight. That was awesome. That was awesome. (laughs) Right? 
but that tweet, that tweet at the end of the fight was a one. Yeah, <laughs> professionally, you're fucking, you're good, but personally, you're a bitch or something like that. <laughs> Well, it should have been her in that cage that night. She broke her ribs. She mm-hmm. lost the opportunity. And um, I even, I think, in Madden Nunes said that she would, wouldn't drop the belt or wouldn't retire with the Pena as the champ. And then, you know, we, she had the rematch yeah. lined up. Aldana, I mean, you talk about a fighter that was, wasn't ready for a big moment. Like, there's been some fights in the past. But Aldana, credit her, she went the five rounds. But Amanda was sort of cruising in the fight. You know what yeah. I mean? She probably could have took some uh, chances early. Aldana, her only chance in the fight for, uh, for, like you said, Rob, is just to just to throw all duck fucks out the window and just make mm-hmm. it a dog fight. And just that was her chance. She didn't do it. Um, Manda Nunes walks off into the sunset as the greatest uh, MMA uh, women's MMA fighter of all time. So, yeah. Before we jump totally to something agree. else, bro, I want to do an honorable mention for a fighter, Mike Mallet. That guy is that dude. He's a badass, bro. Um, Bro, he looked awesome. Yeah, I mean, what, what he's been hit like what twenty six times in in like his last mm. couple of fights. Yeah. I saw some crazy stat. I was like, what? Yeah, twenty four, twenty six times in the last four fights. It's like ten and zero undefeated now. Yes, Yeah, bro, this dude's uh, he's amazing, man. This is definitely a guy that should be on everybody's Canadian radar. MMA is back. Very humble. Oh yeah, it is. I mean, Canadian MMA is back. Yes, it is. Oh, uh, dude, the Canadians that night, they were phenomenal. Not one boring-ass fight in that card for the Canadians. It was just amazing. It was our night, and we enjoyed it. <laughs> just, uh, and and just, just correction, man, he has lost. He lost to Mickey Gall, and I think that was his, his first fight in the UFC. Yeah, that's yeah. a fluke. That's a fluke. That's a loss. fluke. <laughs> but I know Especially... mentioning, too, like, like the prelims, too, our boy Chris Curtis, Man, has he had some bad luck in there, and oh, shit, every single time out, it's it's something weird. And uh, this fight happened to end with a headbutt, but I kind of seen Imovov winning the fight. He's huge, man. Imovov, yeah. guy, and I think Chris Curtis maybe he he could have stole the fight, but Imovov's a tough bastard. I will never pick against that guy in any fight. <laughs> Anybody at one eighty five, period. So, and so Bro, what about crap? Yeah, what about uh, Jasmine? Yeah. Taking Amanda Maverick, bro, bro. Yeah. Like, shh. my it, wife thought it, it wasn't exciting that, at all, that, bro. She just she smothered her like we thought she would. Yeah, my wife thought is, is Miranda, dude, because she is super muscular. Damn. <laughs> That's <laughs> for that number fifteen rank. That's Jasmine. very transphobic. <laughs> Look, it's it's Pride Month, bro. You got to wear your rainbows. I wear to have my Care Bear shirt. No, because I care. <laughs> and Danny EK and Nate Landwehr, that was a great fight, honestly. Like, that, Landwehr has a chin, but EK was, you know, something different that night. My God. He just. Yeah, well, yeah, Landwehr, he, he, uh, he fought uh, not very Nate Landwehr ish, and that was his mm-hmm. mistake in the fight. He was wait, trying to out. Uh, out, I mean, Dan Ige, he every time I pick him, he fucking loses, and, you know, he's one of those guys. So I had to pick Landwehr because I thought he was going to be Nate Landwehr, but he was just trying to be too technical, didn't make mm-hmm. a car crash. I, I think, bro, I, I think he didn't have that car crash because he he felt Dan Ige's power. You know, mm-hmm. he, he fucking started Yo, he lighting him up. Both yeah, man. Round. Yeah. So, yeah, just yeah. he was real standoffish after that. Um so and I don't blame him, man. Danny Gay was out there to fucking bang. 
But, you know, I want to say I called it sandwich fight of the night, Barry Alt versus Anders. That fight was mm-hmm. fucking boring. Yeah. <laughs> and it got fight of the night, bro. What the I fuck know, are you dude, thinking? Like, what the fuck? Who? <laughs> Who? What? What judge was that? <laughs> fight when of the night? I saw the tweet, uh, I was like, wait, who got fight of the night? Really? I would have yeah, given really. it, honestly, I would have given it to, to Kyle Nelson. Um, the performance of the night, obviously, Mike Mallett, uh, Charles Rivera got performance of the night. But yeah, I mean, you know, for, I think for Kyle Nelson to go in there, like the biggest underdog, you know, they, they were trying to feed him to Blake Builder and build, build Builder up. And <laughs> you, he got, he got work. fucking smoked, bro. And again, hats off to Kyle Nelson. I think he should have gotten an extra. 50k for that performance, mm-hmm. man. Not fucking Barry Alt versus Honors. What the fuck were you thinking? Yeah, that's I don't. But also, too, this card was so Canadian to the T. Ariel Hawani got a 10 second knockout, or what was it? But I mean, like, Eamon's a hobby. Like, what is he now? Like, in his mid-30s or so, like, he's uh, very inconsistent. He takes, like, one fight a year. I mean, if that's the route that he goes, I'm all for it. Uh, he'll probably just take whoever, you know, and fight in Canada. But, man, if he were to just, like... Oh, you know, I just got it right now. Ariel Hawani. I'm like, motherfucker. I was like, why does this guy look like Ariel Oh. <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah, funny, Robbie, if he needs to step up that competition, but uh, that was a kind of weird of a knockout as you'll ever see because <laughs> the hop doesn't really knock anybody out. But uh, credit to him, he put that up that stamp on the on the Canadian fighters early, and the trend continued throughout the night. So, but yes. uh, overall, what do you guys grade the card? You know, we're pretty. I'm pretty harsh on it. What do you guys think? I give Starting it a seven. You, seven, I'm gonna, seven. Yeah, I'm gonna give it a seven. I give it eight point five. Well, duh. <laughs> I'm surprised you didn't say a perfect ten. No, oh, there are I some mean, parts of it that I didn't enjoy. I think it's awesome that the, the Canadians won. You know, they had a clean sweep, and you know, yeah. there was just some fights that just you know they, they were they're fucking boring, bro. And mm-hmm. the main event, I, I mean, some people came back and performed though. I, I would have probably given it a nine, you know, if Nunez would have gone out there and finished her, but. If she would have completely knocked her head completely off, I would have gave her a full 10, honestly. If Nunez would have just yeah. came out there and just blasted her out. But yeah, and man, that very out fight. And no, then Chris Nunez Curtis, did. the injury, you know, it just, yeah, I don't yeah. know, man. Kind of lost its steam. But if Nunez would have knocked out Aldana and then, like, jumped into the crowd at Pena, then it would have been a 10 for me. Yeah, but that would have been, been dope. I was expecting a Khabib-type flying eagle. Like, wow! Yeah. Oh, man. See, don't, we don't have shit like that anymore. So it's like, yeah, we're, you know, we're due. It's Tommy D. We're due, Tommy D. But, uh, yeah, it's like a seven or so. It was a good card. Uh, besides the shitty poster, um, it was a good return to Canada. And I'm pretty sure Dana White's going to, you know, we're going to try to get back up there. Maybe in your neck of the woods next time, Mark. So it's Probably in Toronto, most likely. I would like to have a fight night a bit closer to home, but I'll travel to Toronto if I have to. Yeah. And if they do, they just need to have George St. Pierre judge every uh, fight, every round. Just him, one judge. Nobody yeah. else. <laughs> just no Saudi Amato or Cecil Peoples. As long as not either of them two, I cannot stand those two judges. Those are my two yeah, least favorite judges. Yeah, bro. They were the same judges. That judge, the Albazi Tower France, was the same for 289 mm-hmm. last week. Mm. When I seen his name, I was like, no. 
<laughs> but yeah, Canada definitely is back Canadian MMA, so that's a good thing. So we'll George St. Pierre returns to fight Khabib, right? No. That <laughs> <laughs> yeah. uh, quick shot quick shout out to Paul T. What's up, man? He's in the chat right now. What's up, our, our, our slap fighter, bare knuckle MMA fighter, our our boy for for the longest time, a huge, huge, huge fight book MMA supporter. So, what's up, Paul? All right. Well, uh, David, let's uh, jump into our uh, next. I think, uh, I think it's that time. I think it's, it's that, that time. time. Outside the cage news. All right, hey. we're going outside the cage, baby. Oh, shit. I mean, where, where else are we going to start besides? Oh, let's, let me guess. <laughs> <laughs> we, we in the notes when we were setting up the show. In the notes, we said you know Connor was included, but we did not see this coming. I did. Connor McGregor accused of raping. <laughs> like brutally raping a female. Brutally. Wow. You, you mean again? Oh. I mean, you're right. I, I mean, Emmett, you're you're in Ireland, man. So, like, yeah, that's uh, it's been happening. I mean, there's how much? How many things have happened? He punched the old guy in the bar. That got caught on film. Somebody huh? jumped off his yacht. They were getting assaulted. Um, what what the, the hell DJ. is that? Like, yeah, yeah. Yeah, he got uh, that. Uh, he's you've got a. It's a difficult one because so many accusations have happened. Yep. Too many accusations have happened for some of them, at least, not to be um, false. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I seen that his lawyer put out a, a, a comment today saying, "Oh, we'll fight it. Um, Connor will not be." I'm not even sure what it said, but basically, they're going to fight it uh, as he fights everything else. But at the same time, you know, it has to come to a stage where you've got to look at it and take it for what it is. Is, yeah. there, is there ultimate proof that it happened? Probably not. But well, as I say, with so many you, things, you would think accused. you would think that after being accused so many times, you wouldn't put yourself in those types of situations to begin with. You know, yeah, man, he's that far away from what he was now. You know, he's living that lifestyle. That's that ain't Conor McGregor that we know when we remember. You remember Conor coming through when he was humble? He was coming out with the one-liners and shit like that. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. I still like Connor, man. I, I like Connor, and you know who knows if that shit's true uh, or not. But I mean, how many times can something like that happen for exactly. people to just say, "Oh, that's just coincidence"? Let's chalk it up as coincidence. Yeah. Like, why does this consistently keep happening to you? You must be the most unlucky motherfucker with women I've ever met mm-hmm. in my life. Because um, yeah, bro, that's just weird. No, you know. Yeah, there's a lot of I'm shit that you guys probably wouldn't even hear in the states that, that goes on um, over here. Like, there's numerous, numerous accusations made in the side of the water about him daily, weekly. Fucking Connor. <laughs> and at this it's point, like, now, it's like our very own John Jones, right? Yeah, <laughs> he's our, he's Irish John Jones. Yeah, you couldn't be more right. Nailed that one, Amy. Oh, Johnny boy. <laughs> <laughs> I think at this point now, though, like where we're at with Connor, like he's everywhere. Like he's on the, he's the coach of Tough, of course, and uh, everybody's following. Coach. Like, 
Yeah, he well, ain't a fucking he's coach. There. He's, he's just there. there. He's getting a haircut. He got a haircut from our boy uh, Mondo. I know on the show. He's right? just like, chilling. Yeah, I, I kind of feel bad for those guys, man. <laughs> yeah. But see, the thing is, uh, next year, now. What, what I want to know from you guys or hear your guys' take is, uh, when is it just bad for business? Like, what's going on with Connor? And like, we know, in fact, I've been saying it for twelve weeks straight. He's not fighting Chandler. I mean, no. like Emmett said, he's so far off from the Connor that we remember. I mean, the last time he won a fight was against Donald Cerrone, what, 2020 or so? So it's been 82 years. A hell of a long time. <laughs> yeah, man. I mean, Connor doesn't fight this year. Sure. What is it? I think he only has till the end of today, the end of the USADA pool. Otherwise, mm-hmm. he's out until the new year. Yeah. He, he ain't passing no fucking test at the moment. Fuck no. No, he, he, it was reported that he's still taking, uh, he's still having to take. St- you know, freaking steroids because of his, his injury, it still causes him pain. So yeah, it's not going to happen. He's not going to fight, man. I don't think he even wanted to fight. I don't, I, I mean, why would you even put yourself out there and yeah, agree to it and do a show? I think he was just trying to promote himself. You know, maybe he, he feels it's, it's, it's time. I was going to say, maybe he feels it's time that, you know, the curtains may be coming down for the motherfucker. Mm-hmm. He kn- he's probably knows he's out just, of control, man. Uh, he's definitely out of control, but just to answer your question, David, is it bad for business? Is it fuck? No. Is it fuck? If he, if he came back to fight the UFC, that's shit sale. Sales, sales. The, the UFC, he's just a cash cow. Yep. Mm. Bad business. Anything Conor McGregor is good business. Yeah, no, that's very true. And I think, um, who is it? Mark Hunt, who hates Dana Wyatt and is always telling <laughs> Dana. He even came out and said that um, they ought to give him the same exemption that they did for Brock Lesnar. So, indeed, if he can't make the Asada pool, maybe Dana Wyatt pulls some strings and they're allowing Conor to go in there, juice it up, and probably not fighting Chandler. Mark Chandler, juice too. There's I'll still that. Everyone. They'll, they'll oh, have a fight in Abu Dhabi. Just watch. Dude, if, 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 China, if China comes in fucking juiced, bro, that's a light heavyweight right there, man. Yeah. <laughs> they're, they're, like, Abu Dhabi is an interesting thing, too, because, like, we know, I mean, now, Connor, like, this whole situation's unfolding. It's controversy. They always say controversy sells. And, like Emmett said, anything Connor, it's selling, selling. People are going to want to watch whether he's knocking out a mascot in Miami or fighting a guy in a bar. Like, it's going to draw the numbers. It's going to draw the clicks. So I think um, there is a guy, there's a chance Connor fights in Abu Dhabi. I'm going to leave that out there because I've been saying that not the Chandler fight won't happen, but Connor's that guy that could just jump the line, like say some weird shit happens. This, and, uh, this Islam, year, yeah, like if Islam drops out, if uh, whatever, like they'll, they'll line Connor up with somebody, but they want him like for the title, I guess. But they'll UFC's got to figure it out because they got. A lot of great fight bookings, except for you know Connor and John Jones. So there's a lot of good matchups, a lot of fight bookings today. We'll get to those at the end portion of the show. But yeah. yeah, man, Connor just dominating the headlines, inside, outside the cage news. Tough. He's everywhere. But I got to give him credit. He got a win finally. He defeated the mascot of the Miami Heat. Right. <laughs> <laughs> man, that's gonna be the last fight he ever he ever wins. Just watch. That'd be embarrassing, right? Imagine. It's like Connor gets convicted and shit and goes to prison. The last fight he won against a mascot. 
<laughs> bro, how far have you fallen? No, nah, I don't know, man. I mean, like but, I said, I, I still like Connor. I'm excited to, to see him fight. I want to see him fight. I wanted to see him fight against Chandler, yeah. but if it doesn't happen, whatever, man. I, I, I'm sure there's something bigger and better for him in store down the road. Um, yeah. We're just going to have to wait, man. And, you know, it's going to be craziness up until he fights. Yep. Speaking of losing uh, of knockouts, uh, real quick, uh, Bigfoot Silva <laughs> retires again Ooh. after eleven straight fucking losses, bro. And I think they he, all were by KO or TKO, weren't they? He was doing well. Not this last one. This last one was by unanimous decision. Okay. Yeah. Uh, but the other ones were from from loss. I know, right? Uh, man, that dude. Either he, he's hurting for yeah, money well, or he's hurting for money. <laughs> I mean, you can't knock him, bro. That's how these guys make their, their living, you yeah, know. I'm, I know. I've, I've always said and advocated for, for fighters, hey, man, if that's what they want to do and they let him do it, then, hey, you know what? Let him, you know. Yeah. Um, the people around him that care about him should be speaking in his ear, you know, his coaches or whatever. But even then, I mean, it's ultimately a fighter's decision what they want to do. Um, mm -hmm. I say keep fighting as long as you can up until there's obvious issues like brain damage. We've seen a lot of fighters with CTE, bro. Some of oh, my favorite yeah. fighters, you know, growing up watching boxing, like, you know, uh, Riddick Bowe, he sounds mm. horrible, bro. He sounds horrible, man. You know, yeah, Mike Tyson. Like the MMA fighters, though, it's kind of sad too, because like what we talked about the other week, uh, Vanderlei Silva's broke from betting on soccer for Doom. Is you know what I mean? Like all these, I don't know. It's a strange thing. It's with the Brazilian fighters too. It's very strange. But uh, Bigfoot, though, that that's just a sad thing. Like eleven straight losses. Like Rob, you uh, mentioned in the chat, I had no idea he was fighting still at all. <laughs> yeah, yeah, he yeah, fought at the inaugural uh, uh, MMA event. And he was the main event, and yeah, I lost. What's the name? Marlon Marias is another guy retiring after. Yeah, he retired yeah. after his loss. Yeah, eight eight KOs in a row, right? And then he retired yep. too. Yeah, that's yeah. kind of. I mean, at some point, you yourself have to admit admit it that you don't got it anymore. And these guys, I mean, I guess it took eight, eleven losses, respectively, for them to come to terms, but. Hey, and, you know, whatever, it is what it is. I've seen guys take even more fights and fucking lose. Um, yeah. But, yeah, these are just yeah. ugly knockouts, man. And, you know, I you hate to see some of the best ever fucking go out that way, but it is what it is, man. They got to make some money, feed their families, right? Yep. Yep. Got to later. Yeah. Bigfoot Silva should have started in OnlyFans a long time ago, right? So. <laughs> He's showing off his feet. Oh my god, dude! Or, or he could, you know, show pictures of Bigfoot's balls. What the hell? Yeah, Mark. So this is what the uh, we've we've talked about Bigfoot balls previously on this show, and uh, I don't know, man. Hey, but uh, I thought it was a pretty good topic, man. So let's let's proceed with that topic. I'm queuing the pyramids because. Folks, ladies and gentlemen, I don't know how to say this, but we have actual photos of Bigfoot's balls. Show them to you right now. <laughs> 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 
<laughs> that would be fucked up either. Just rip my balls out. <laughs> Banned on YouTube. <laughs> Banned on YouTube. <laughs> Like this, I was watching the podcast and this dude just whipped his balls out. Oh my god. The show's off the rails. For everybody that's listening, if you want to see why we're laughing, go to our YouTube channel or to our Facebook page and you'll see the live video. But, but hey, but speaking of continuing outside the cage news, it is considered outside the cage, but bad for business. A goddamn brawl broke out with John Gotti the third. And I didn't even, we, we talked about it last week. Rob, you always do the event rundown. I had no idea, and I think about 80% of fight fans out there didn't know Floyd Mayweather was fighting oh, last week. Yeah. But a fight broke out. Um, it was the Gaudis, and apparently now Floyd's fucking got a hit out on him, you know, right? Like, what? Yeah, bro. <laughs> remember, remember, hey, David, remember when I told you when they booked this fight, I said that John Gotti is, like, you know, part of the mafia and shit, and yep. he sells that. Any venue that he fights, he'll sell out because mm-hmm. of his name and who he is. Now that this is going on, of course Mayweather's going to have a hit on his head. It's the fucking guys. I mean, did you you see what he tweeted at him? He he told him, Floyd Mayweather, your daughter was ran through by an animal with 12 different baby mamas, your little circus animal. You're all a pack of zoo animals. I swear on my kids, I'm coming for your daughter in maybe two years, three years from now, but I'm coming, cunt. Like, bro. (laughs) Yo, yo, you say something like that about my kid? (laughs) I'm gonna fucking I'm gonna kill your ass, you know. That's that's fucked up, bro. Yeah, like go back and watch that, the reality I, show. These two <laughs> these two are like beefing hard. I'm you know I I don't even want to know where this goes from there, man. Because these dudes, yeah. they generally don't, don't these generally don't, don't like each other, man. I I don't want to even know what's gonna happen, bro. If these guys show up in Vegas at a fight oh. and see each other. Bro, yeah. like leave kids out of it, man. You got beef, beef with each other, dude. Um, but it's that's not cool, man. I mean, you want to fight somebody, fight somebody like a man. Like you did it in the ring. Why couldn't why couldn't you show your shit there? You know. Now you want to take this he out on on somebody's family. Yeah, man. It's just I don't know, dude. That's just not cool. Um, that's a dick move. Yeah, and he's an well, Gotti's an MMA fighter, you know, and Floyd's yeah. the greatest boxer of all time so it was just a wonky freak show fight to begin with so it's like i mean the way it unfolded like i don't know what that's supposed to be but if there is genuine like true beef like rob said that is the Gotti's and uh floyd's rich as shit so it's like he may have to beef up security and not Gotti like, rich Mayweather's not Gotti rich <laughs> yeah, yeah well maybe it leads to a fucking rematch in the Saitama Super Arena with 90,000 people or something that we won't know we won't know about it until like the day it happened just like this fight last week you know what I mean like I, I guarantee you people did not know Floyd fought last week like we we're hardcores here I had no clue he fought I thought it was uh, like at the end of the summer they were boxing so yeah, yeah. <laughs> well was- Fucking Floyd Mayweather versus Johnny Knoxville, or fucking who's next, right? Stevo, he's fighting everybody these days, right? So that'll probably be the next fight, man. Stevo, dude, or have him fight Hasbulla. Nah, Stevo, man. 
Imagine Steve-O knocking him out. That'd be fucked mm. up. Or jo- is what's his name still? Or Floyd Mayweather versus uh, what's that guy that used to be on the Real World? Puck. No. Floyd Mayweather versus like Puck or just some random celebrity. You know what I mean? Oh, Puck. Puck. <laughs> yeah. Random celebrity, some random C-lister, D-lister. Puck. Yeah. <laughs> or like some like survivor or some shit. No, somebody from like Jersey Shore, like the situation or whatever um, those guys' name. Tommy D. Want to do it? Only one I could see ever doing it would probably would have been Tommy Ronnie D. Tommy D. Tommy D. Tommy D. versus Floyd. Tommy D. and Pauly G. <laughs> oh my God, the, Pauly G. Pauly G. Bro, fucking Pauly no, G. Yeah. I mean, shit. Dude. That's a, it's kind of amazing though that like <laughs> it's Floyd. Like he's the greatest boxer of all time, and like just shit like this happening. It's just you don't know if it's promotion if it's fake if it's really truly nah that wasn't fake bro these guys nah that wasn't fake wow you see the shit backstage yeah man fucking teddies out everywhere and everything yeah Mm. that's I don't know bro these guys are fucking like grow up man fucking grown ass men acting like little fucking bitches I don't know, dude. That's just dumb. Making a ton of money, though, at the same time. Yeah, I mean, I don't know. Maybe if I had that kind of money, I'd I'd probably be being a little bitch, too. Like, what the fuck? Pull up. (laughs) Pull up. (laughs) Yeah, but, you know, I don't got a lot of money. You know, I got got kids to feed, man. I ain't going to jail for fucking your ass, you know? (laughs) It's so stupid, man. (laughs) But when you got that kind of fuck you money, I guess you can do whatever you want, you know? Right. Throw a fucking dolly through a bus window. Shit can happen. They do that too. Yeah. But yeah, everything, well, we it, not everything is believable these days. I mean, even Connor said himself about the, the previous to like this uh, allegation of the rape that the skit with the Miami thing was like set up and it wasn't intended for like the mascot to go to the damn hospital. But Connor was there like he looked like he was super, uh, he was on some shit. You know what I mean? He was like, have oh, you seen his luck? Yeah, his like his face is just so weird now. Like he, the transformation of McGregor from like twenty eighteen, whatever twenty seventeen. It's just it's um it's amazing. The guy doesn't look good. He was in Miami, of course. We know what Miami's known for is the cocaina. So I guarantee mm-hmm. you, yeah, the butter sugar. Yeah, he had some poodle. Showed <laughs> up after the heat game, and they're just like, "All right, we'll have you uh, just punch the mascot, and then." Everybody's gonna boo you out of the arena because they did boo him out of the fucking arena. Yeah. So. <laughs> <laughs> fucking oh, Connor. Man. Fucking Connor. Fuck yeah. Connor. White John Jones. Yep, this is where we're at. National <laughs> fucking hero. <laughs> He's the white John Jones, you motherfucker. <laughs> yeah, see, I knew it was gonna get crazy in 2023 since, I mean, we ventured into the unknown, the Twilight Zone, but here we are now. Connor's still dominating the headline. <laughs> He's not fighting. The headlines are about him uh, allegedly uh, raping somebody. And, like, it's just – I think it's bad for business. But still, Connor McGregor is not fighting Chandler. And I oh. doubt he fights again. Nice. I'll, throw it, I'll throw it out there. Bro, I, I the the only way it becomes bad for business if it happens to be true and it comes out that it's true. Well, up until then, the people are going to keep buying, buying Connor. They're going to want to see Connor. Whether you love him or hate him, people that hate him want to see him lose so they can laugh. And people that love him just want to see him get in there again and and 
see some vintage Connor, man. I don't think we'll ever see that again, but you know, here's the here's the hoping. But uh, things happen in threes. Remember that. So Connor, and then we need Jones for something to happen to him, and then like Dana White does something right, or who else? Just to yeah. Mike Perry. <laughs> Or Mike, yeah, well, speaking of that, yeah, Mike Perry is going to be on the Joe Rogan podcast, and I'm sure that's going to be some interesting uh, panty sniffing talk on there or something. What like that. was that about? <laughs> the weirdos. Fuck. Yeah. It was like 7 a.m. in the morning, and I see that video. Out <laughs> <laughs> of all the video that you could watch, that's the one you saw. What, wake up and you're just all what the. But it's going to happen in threes, so stay ready. Everybody that's watching and or listening, you guys here, I'm calling it Jones, Dana, who else? Khabib. Any of the yeah. big names. It's got to be a big name, though, you know? Nah, not Khabib. I don't know ever say Khabib again. Or Ariel Hawani or something. That way the news spreads like wildfire, just something, you know? Something crazy that we've never seen coming, but Connor, unbelievable, and who knows? Connor, Connor behave yourself sincerely. <laughs> Since everybody. Sincerely, <laughs> everybody. Sincerely, the entire fight world. And, yeah, you're not fighting Chandler, brother. So, but that what's concludes. Your, no, that what, should what, conclude. What, go ahead, Rob. Go ahead. Sorry. I was going to say, put on here uh, Johnny Depp. Oh, worth mentioning. Johnny Depp, uh, the entire settlement that he got from the Amber Heard deal, donated it to charity. Donated it to charity, and he's my hero all time, and he should run for president. Yeah, he probably win. He probably win too. Yeah, but he needs to run as a pirate. Well, <laughs> he, he could run as George Young, and he'll still win. You know? Right? <laughs> yeah. But I mean, yeah, Benny, where's some what's going on right there? De- Depp for pre- <laughs> Depp for president, he won't shit the bed, folks. No, he won't. No. Yeah, and then people, I guess to, yeah to cap it off the outside the cage news. We're on the, uh, speaking of Miami, Donald Trump, the arraignment, everything's happening down there. So I guess Donald Trump, uh, what do you think, mugshot? He's Rudy, or what, what, are they actually going to take a picture of him? Or, I don't know, man. Um, it's just another attempt to, I you know the, I wasn't, you know like a, a huge fan of Donald Trump, bro, or or anybody. I don't like these sides, bro. I don't like Republicans. I don't like Democrats. I don't like all these parties, bro. But the more they attack this guy, the more it makes me want to just vote for this dude. I didn't vote for him last time around, um, yep. but it just pisses me off, dude, because they just keep the stupidest fucking shit. Shit that they're they that they're guilty of, they go after this dude, and it's like, bro, this is at this point, it's a little ridiculous. I'm tired of it. I just wish they would all fucking go away, to be honest <laughs> with you, and let us have uh, Conor McGregor as president. Oh my god, <laughs> I would love that. <laughs> McGregor Depp, bro, movie. McGregor Depp or Depp McGregor. No, I don't think McGregor would ever settle for VP. Hey, so. McGregor rock. Depp. Your favorite rock, fuck the rock, rock dude. <laughs> That's like some rocks. demolition man shit, though. That yeah, that fuck that. But yeah, the rock. Yeah, he probably could win because people are fucking idiots. But but yeah, no. It's <laughs> the only thing that would that would end it all or to get rid of them all is just for the damn 
Independence Day scenario or like UFOs just like are officially confirmed, you know, so and they are confirmed. They they, they just, just they, they keep on releasing information, bro. Um you know, yeah. the government purposely and media purposely it makes you kinda wonder like what, what are they up to, man? Because this is stuff we we normally we've seen it before. We've seen you know, we follow UFOs and this oh, yeah. supernatural um and just recently, there's been a huge uptick in, in the media reporting, and, and uh, government entities are not just here, but around the world reporting shit. So it kind of makes you suspicious and suspect, like, are we talking about real aliens, or just you have alien tech that you want to fucking fool us with? And, you know, they ever since they launched the James Webb Telescope, I mean, there's been so many galaxies and planets that's being discovered that could be habitable you know maybe in the next 10 15 20 years that james webb telescope is going to get even deeper into space and potentially find a planet that does have life in it but you know or it could all just be ai i saw i saw an article yesterday and it was titled um the planet with uranus was pounded so hard that it tilted <laughs> and it actually happened, dude. Look, Look it up. It's, it's on, on science.com. Uranus was... I was, I was like, what the fuck? Just Google. Uranus was pounded so hard that it tilted. Uranus was pounded so hard. What the fuck? <laughs> whoever, whoever came up with that title for that article is a genius. Mm. I'm, I'm, I'm looking for it. I had posted it, bro. It was, it was fucking hilarious. <laughs> Evan, do you believe? Yo, yo. Do you believe in aliens, Bigfoot, the paranormal, ghosts, any of that? Check, Check it, bro. The headline: Uranus has suffered a pounding so hard that it got tilted. <laughs> Physicsastronomy.com. Hey, if they ever uh, discover that Pizza the Hut is like a real person, it is. It's Lizzo. Lizzo Listen. Oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. So, Abbott, do you believe in that? In Lizzo? In which part? Yeah, foods, yeah. You have both Bigfoots, paranormal. Paranormal, nah. And most most stuff ever. I've got to see it, man, before I believe it. No. It's like people it, say, "Fucking Ireland's full of leprechauns." It's not really. It's just small no. people. Yeah. <laughs> Are you sure they're Mexicans? Hey. Mexicans are Mexicans <laughs> small people. Hey. Not around these parts, though, man. Uh, the best city in America, nine years in a row. These aren't little Mexicans. They are obese ones. Like obese. I, I believe in the paranormal. I mean, I mean they're, they're so obese, bro, that their their freaking pets are obese. <laughs> well, um, I do believe in it. I've seen it. I've captured it. I have video. It's on YouTube of the shadow person that I caught. So I do believe in it. That was not a shadow person, bro. Hey, but I believe in uh, I believe in aliens, and I believe in yes. illegal aliens too. <laughs> <laughs> Both of them. So. <laughs> 
but that's uh that's just a little taste for everybody that's watching and or listening to a, a future podcast and uh yes. yeah that's uh yeah well it's great well, to have Emmett on too because i mean yeah you may be in, in fact part of that show uh if you choose but um yeah yeah discussions that so we have, have Emmett, have you, you ever encountered, encountered an alien before i've encountered strange things in the woods yeah yeah <laughs> No, I've never seen aliens or shit, man, but, uh, you know, as you say, with all the fucking stuff being released nowadays, like declassified documents and videos and death shit out there. Would would it be far-fetched to think that all our governments have been taken over by alien entities that want to destroy human life forms on this planet by depleting the planet of life-sustaining carbon? Well, it would make sense for the fucking decks that are running the place. Right? It's like, uh, we want to eliminate everything, carbon emission, carbon-free, everything. Like, bro, you do realize that without carbon, you know, life forms wouldn't exist. So why are you so hell-bent on trying to do this to everybody? You know, they, they don't even have sustainable energies available that replace fossil fuels, but yes, they, yet they want to force everybody on on. You know, these fucking electric and solar, they want to limit what you can fucking eat. And, and they, they, want to, they want to score people on how much carbon emissions that they, they, they put out, bro. The, the carbon credit score. They're already fucking doing it. It's fucking crazy. And it, it makes me think that they're, we've been taken over by this alien fucking entity that just wants to destroy this planet. But they can't necessarily come out and just say, oh, we are here, we're going to take over. They have to do it subversively, because if they're found out, you know, you know we're not going to put up with that no, shit. It's like, uh, I think who's really in charge is like uh, Mr. Shadow. Remember, what is it? You guys seen the fifth element, where it's just like a voice, and it calls the president, and it's just like a fall of evil. That's really oh, yeah. what's truly out there, so... Mr. Shadow, he probably calls up uh, Elon Musk, and Elon Musk is like, what's his name, Rudy? Uh, Manuel Zorg, or Manuel Baptiste Zorg. Bro. Isn't that his name? No. No. No, <laughs> no don't, don't, don't ever say anything bad about Elon again. <laughs> no, yeah, but he did, he did have that fucking haircut. That's funny. Yeah. But, well, from UFOs and the paranormal... Conspiracy, conspiracy theories. theories. Sorry, bro. Don't don't, don't get, get me going, going off, man. They're trying yeah. to uh, look, dude, man. The thing is, they're trying, they're trying to take over everything. Okay, they're gonna destroy the planet, and they're gonna take you along with it. You know, they're using mind control to take over your mind, man. They're gonna take over everything and destroy us, and you're gonna let them they're like fucking vampires. They won't come in unless you invite them in. You motherfuckers are inviting them in. Stop it. Yes, you are. Yes. <laughs> this is a little taste of the podcast that we all of us are coming up with it is totally outside of combat sports conspiracy facts is going to be our show conspiracy and... facts <laughs> coming soon coming soon near yeah. future uh-huh. <laughs> Well, from UFOs to UFC to LFA to PFL and Bellator, you know, we got a full-on MMA and boxing events coming up this weekend. Uh, 
I don't know, fellas, you want to just do a quick rundown of all these fights? I mean, it's it's a lot of shit ton of fights with a little bit of time that we have right now. Um, David, I mean, what do you want to do, man? Yeah, we'll do, well, if we don't do them all, if we don't do every single one and care and know about every single fighter, we're not real fight fans. So I'm going to throw that out there. But no, Bellator 297 taking place in Chicago. I know there's tons of stuff up on uh, Fightbook MMA, uh, MMA yeah. posts and stuff there on the YouTube. Uh, so go to FightbookMMA.com, go to our YouTube, check out the, all the pre-fight interviews for Bellator because everything kicks off tomorrow. Uh, but it's 15 fights deep. Um, it's an epic card, too. It's super loaded, better than the UFC card, in my opinion. Oh, easy. But, uh, Best the card of the year. Yeah, it's the longest awaited turn of uh, Sergio Pettis, uh, epic fight against one of the best Bellator double champs, possibly triple champs, thinks he's going to be a quadruple champ, Patricio Pitbull. So, yeah, you got Corey Anderson, Phil Davis. So we can start right there. Corey Anderson, Phil Davis, quick pick-ems. Uh, starting with you, Emmett, man, what you got? Well, Phil grappled and then taken down, lay on top, boom, boom. Robert? Um, shit, man. I think Corey David, uh, Anderson is going to be able to manhandle Phil Davis, but fuck, dude. Phil Davis is a, he's a beast, man. He is a beast. So, if Phil Davis can catch Corey Anderson, it's Curtis, bro. It's, he's out. It's Coyton's. Coyton's. Good matchup for Bellator. Like, what? what he's it is. In their careers. So, I'm like, I'm excited about it. I'm actually excited about the, my favorite fight on the card is, uh, the man Jaleel Willis against Ramazan Kermagomedov. That's the fight you don't want to miss early on because Jaleel Willis, uh, Rob, if you don't remember, that's who uh, our boy Harvey Park uh, took the elephant <laughs> win from him. And since then, Jaleel's been on a tear. He's dangerous. And he's fighting. This guy's one of the better dudes, like low-key at 170. Mm-hmm. In the round. And I think they rebooked the fight or so. I think they uh, Jaleel Willis had a previous fight booking canceled. So I've been looking forward to this fight. Um, it's buried a little bit on the prelims, but uh, main card is excellent, starting with Daniel James and Gokhan Sarikam. And uh, the Corey Anderson, Phil Davis prediction, Mark, I know you got Phil Davis, right? Um, <laughs> I don't know. I think Corey's, you know, I think he's getting, you know, he needs to pull this big win off. And after his last one, I think he needs this. He needs this. And taking out Phil would be a good one for him. Not gonna happen. But I feel like it's gonna be. <laughs> I feel like Corey's gonna take him down and probably just try to grind him out. But Phil's got wrestling, so yeah. Phil's, like, Phil's, Phil's, a, Phil's, Phil's, Phil's a wrestler, bro. Phil, Phil is a phenomenal wrestler. There's no it's way Corey Anderson is going to be able to. T- they are. No, I think he's gonna be able to drag all them. Dude, I don't know, man. Phil Davis is just whose hands are gonna do it. That's the question. I think it's gonna be who's gonna yeah, get it uh, that night. Yeah. Yeah, it's a number one contender bout, basically, because you got the 205 title as the main event with uh, yeah, yeah. Yoel Romero and Nemkov. But um, moving on to the co-main, super legit Sergio mm-hmm. Pettis, Sergio Pitbull. I think Pitbull's uh, coaches are like uh, what uh, Sergio's former coaching. I think the guys that he used to be affiliated with, uh, is it Fy- Mike Faye or I forget their names, but um, there's sort of beef there too, like low-key. But Sergio Pettis is being on the outside, looking in on everything that's been going on in Bellator, coming right back into the fire, fighting the best. I cannot pick against my dog, Sergio Pettis, and uh, it'll be a badass matchup. This will probably be 
one of the better fights that we'll see in Bellator for the entire year. This has a lot of uh, it's the belt is very prestigious at 135, and Sergio Pez has got to come back and and show that that's uh that's where he's going to hold it down. You know. Uh, yeah, I don't got Pettis. I got Pitbull, man. Dude, I mean, uh, yeah, dude, I mean, I think everybody's going to be picking Pitbull just because it's Pitbull. Not David. He's no, a big fan. I'm not picking Pitbull. Did you see him at the weigh-ins? He was giving me serious TJ Dillashaw vibes. Oh, yeah, yeah. right. You're right. His, yeah, his, right. Head, his head was bigger than his body. And that's, <laughs> it should be like that. <laughs> He is. I mean, that weight cut too. At his age too, it's oh, definitely not dude. easy. He's got shit ton of fights where he's been. I mean, yeah. Eventually, if he does get rehydrated, uh, he's still main factors to be the same pit bull. But those that weight cut deal is a little bit scary. You're right, Emmett, for sure. Dude, yeah. that was the, that. That was probably a good easy weight cut for Sergio Pettis, bro. Oh yeah. <laughs> so I, I don't know, man. In the wing for them though. The winner has to go on to face a certain somebody, and that certain somebody is Patchy Mix, and Patchy Mix is going to take either one of them out, I think, regardless. Oh, Patchy dude, Mix, Patchy Mix is just another fucking level, bro. I mean, you can't you can't talk like that. Patchy Mix cannot win. He he'll win any of these two fighters. It doesn't matter who comes out uh, the winner. Uh, I can beat him. <laughs> the reason he's never lost is because he's never fought me. Um, okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, Patchy Mix, that boy, that, that's our boy right there, man. He loves Fight Book MMA, so... You ever, ever hear out, people say stupid shit like that, dude, in bars? Like, man, yeah. I could beat that dude. I could beat him. I mean, yeah. man, I don't, I don't know, I don't know, I don't know there, MMA, bro. but I know street fighting. I've never lost a street fight ever. <laughs> Nine and no. Nine and no. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's made the band, David. Yeah, it's capped off with the very well. It's super interesting. Anytime uh, Yoel Romero's fighting, he's forty-six years old, and Vadim Nemkov's an absolute savage. Um, Yoel, man, mm. um, this is my quick, quick take: Gay Jesus power and new forty-six <laughs> years old. Gay Jesus. You know, forget Jesus. No, who's up? Who's the forget Jesus? That's gonna be the 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 post fight interview, dude. Hey, Sunshine, how's it going? How's that Jesus? That's what the fuck did you say? And then you got you got to do the pointing too out of the crowd of you know pointing at nobody specifically, but. <laughs> oldest champ, uh, oldest heavyweight or uh, um, light heavyweight champ in history, right? Because fucking Randy was how old, but I think Yoel's going to be a little bit what two years aged from Randy. Randy was like yeah. forty four, yeah, yeah, yeah. So. Crazy, but Nemkov hey. is savage, though. I don't know. Yoel's made a steal. That guy's fuck. I remember meeting him at like Jackson Wink Gym. I just Dude. couldn't believe how how his neck, like he just has no. He's like a Ninja Turtle. You know what I mean? But... Emmett, your take? Nem- Nemkov, uh, all day. Nemkov's just, that's, uh, you, we keep on going to say Yul's age. What age is fucking Yul Romero? It could be about 90, we don't know. Uh, I just think Nemkov's got so much more to offer all around. He's in form. He's a tough motherfucker. You're not going to put him out. Um, I, I just don't see it going any other way. Now, on Yul, 
did you see why he didn't uh, show up to the uh, press conference or the weigh-in yeah. yesterday? Uh, yeah, yeah. He's scared of fucking. He's scared of heights. And Bellator yeah. held that uh, press conference at the top of some bones, so he stayed in bed. <laughs> yeah, oh, I think like yeah, the ninety-ninth yeah. floor of the Sears Tower or some shit. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah the Sears Tower corrupt. Yeah. The only bro, thing is he's scaring you over, Barrow. Yeah, I saw yeah, videos dude. of him uh, standing over some like he was on a, in a like a skyscraper, and it was like a, a clear floor, and he was freaking out, dude. That dude is legit scared of heights. I thought it was fake. I thought it was just a headline, and I saw that video. I was like, bro, this dude is really scared. Wow. I don't think that, that has any bearing on the fight, but it's it's funny. <laughs> I think I think Nemkov could be the guy to put out Romero. Mm-hmm. I think I think Nemkov can do it. Um it, it this guy's a monster, man. He is a monster. He's a phenomenal shape. Great cardio. I don't know. No, for God, Jesus. I, I don't see it. <sighs> it's Pride Month, bro. bro Gay Jesus got to win. Gay I Jesus got him by head kick KO. <laughs> it's Pride yeah. Month. After he survives the flurry by, um, yo, he's going to survive that big flurry at the beginning, and then he's going to crack him upside the head. Yeah, it's going to be good. It's I'm going to throw it out there, Yoel, in a loss. He retires too. Ooh, yeah, yeah. I, I think if bro. he loses, he'd retire, dude. Yeah, you're right. Yeah, I've been, if he does I've been lose. calling retirements lately. I've been calling them. So here we go. Two back to back weeks retirement calls. There you go. Quick shout out to our boy Emmanuel uh, Sanchez. He's also fighting uh, in the prelims. Uh, been trying to get okay. Emmanuel on the show Good for call. a long. Yeah, I've been trying to get Emmanuel on the show for the longest time. It's just timing is. You know, it's everything, especially on the night that we do it. So, but well, eventually we'll get Sanchez on the show, man. We'll get him. Yep. And if you got, well, we, we're going to finish the show with some fight bookings, but let's get to UFC fight night 75, right? Is that the number on it, Ron? 76. Yeah. Main card, right, Rudy? Or where do you want to start with this one? Sure, man. Yeah, let's do the main card, man. We've got a little bit of time. First, we got to do the fight poster. Ooh, it is horrible. It's like fucking Halloween. I don't know what they're, I mean, I made our show art to kind of mimic it a little bit just to, you know, just to fuck with them. But um, what kind of like zombie Halloween theme did they just like, all right, let's just go with it. They use, they use this shit with the Korean zombie um, poster one time. Remember? Yep. Oh, man. This this reminds me of like the Ninja Turtles, the new movie that's coming out. That is giving me that vibe. Gives me gay zombie <laughs> vibes. <laughs> Pride Month. Hey, speaking of hey. The zombies, <laughs> hey, speaking speaking of the zombie, he's fighting uh, Max Holloway, but we'll get to that in a minute. Yeah. All right. Let's do the. Let's just do the the the, the featured co-main and main event. That way we can get to the fight bookings because there's a lot of fight bookings. Mm-hmm. So we got Christian Leroy Duncan versus Armin Petrosian. Um, Keep your eye on Christian. Yeah, Christian is a he's a beast. He is a beast. Yeah, I definitely got Christian Leroy Duncan in this one, man. Bro, Armin Petrosian. He's, hey, he's he's a good fighter, man. He's got good. Uh, yeah. He's got good stand up. But man, um, Christian he's Leroy still- Duncan, bro, that dude. 
that dude's got some power, man. It's going to be uh, this is going to be a fun fight. I don't, mm-hmm. I don't think Petrosian is going to have the chin to uh, to stand up to this guy. Eight and zero, Christian Leroy Duncan. There's a reason he's eight and zero. Watch out, he comes out out of UK, and uh, yeah, bro, I'm, I'm excited for this fight. Yeah, they want to showcase him, and it's very proper too. So the matchup, uh, yeah, Petrosian is a pretty legit opponent but yeah i'm definitely in the favor of uh leroy duncan as the odds reflect too right rudy yeah the odds on this one christian leroy duncan yeah actually no man minus 152 um favorite for leroy duncan petrosian plus 125 i mean petrosian's not as no slouch you know no he's no slouch man he's he's only has two losses and um I mean, he, he's a big dude, 6'3". He's a great striker. He's long. Um, I think Leroy Duncan, fucking massive reach, bro. 79 inches to 71 inches. So he's got an 8.5-inch reach advantage. Um, That's right. Compared to Petrosian, man. Use that. <laughs> oh, yeah, he's yeah. going to use that, man. And um, it's going to be a rough night for Petrosian, man. I think he's going to finish him. Um it's going to be Quaintance. Yeah, bro. This is, Petro- this is a tough yeah. fight for Petrosian. He looks like, what's his name from uh, Star Wars, too, right? Oh, yeah. Kylo Ren. <laughs> looks like Kylo Ren. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, what's that dude's name? Uh, something Driver. Adam Driver, dude. It's fucking Adam Driver, bro. <laughs> no, I think there's two UFC fighters that look like Kylo Ren. I forgot the other guy's name. Uh, Ricky Turcios. Ricky oh, Turcios, bro. <laughs> Every time I knew it right out when you said it. Ricky fucking Turcios. He looks like a, he looks like a Madam Driver, bro. I, I've made memes about him. Uh, identical twins, those guys. Man. But uh, moving on to the co-main event, uh, Armin Sarukian. Nobody wants to fight this guy, so nobody. they got they got Joaquin Silva, and uh, Joaquin Silva's a uh, uh, he's man in- walking. I think he he's is a dead man walking, bro. Yeah, he's uh he's gonna get killed. Um, he's big, <laughs> he's yeah. yeah, the opening odds, man. When this this opened up, is plus seven hundred for Silva. Yeah. Jesus a minus, Check this in a minus ten fifty for uh, Sarukian. I'm interested to see what they are now. Wow, it's, wow. it's even wider, bro. Minus twelve hundred favorite for Sarukian. Joaquin Silva, not a chance in hell at plus six fifty underdog. I mean, if you're if you actually put money on this hits, you better go and play the fucking lotto with that money you made because you you're lucky. There's no <laughs> way in hell Joaquin Silva wins this fight. Absolutely no way in hell. Yeah, and nobody wants to fight him. So apparently they they're I mean he's showcasing him on a co-main event, and Joaquin Silva, no disrespect, but he has no business being in a co-main event. So. Mm-mm. This is just a showcase fight for uh, Sarukian. So, um, since it's like he took a loss and he just bounced back and he's dangerous, man. You cannot pick against him in this fight. Absolutely not. So. Mm-hmm. Emmett, your take? Armin Sarukian, yeah. He's definitely going to do it. As you say, boys, fucking, he's just going to go out and run over him. Yep. Mark? Yeah, same here. Yeah, unanimous. Yeah. You've been following this show and Mark's picks. You probably made some good money because I recommend following Mark Andrew Miller and his topology. He's been the topology king. He's had a pretty good trend of, uh, yeah, Mark. Hey, Mark, you know, talking about that, how, how many groups did you win? 
Um, one, two, uh, three so far. I'm just waiting to see if we uh, won in ours yet. Oh, I'm sure you did. And I finished top 50 in the one group, like on topology that night. So wow. Yeah, dude. If you would have picked Aldania, uh, Nunez, not, uh, yeah, Nunez, and not picked Aldania, clean sweep right there, bro. That's happened to me twice before. Where I had entire card picked perfect until the main event. So it's happened. <laughs> main but, um, event. Yeah, moving on. The main event: Marvin the Junkyard Dog, Vittori of 185 against Jared Cannonier. Both guys have uh, previously fought for the belt. Lost to Izzy. Uh, Marvin Vittori kind of gave Izzy some dog fights, right? Like he's a dog, man. Like he just, I don't know. He's got a chin. It's kind of he's taking a lot of damage. You know what I mean? And Jared Cannonier packs so much power, and I don't know. This fight could potentially see the judges in like a snoozer scenario. Uh, hopefully, it doesn't happen that way. But um, I don't know. I like Marvin Vittori, man. Like it's just it's a fight where both these guys have to. It's a, like a must win, you know, to stay relevant. Uh, at the top tier of uh, middleweight. So I don't know what the odds are, but I think uh, Marvin Vittori edges it out. Maybe it's just a war for five rounds and hopefully not a snooze fest. Yeah. Let's hope it's not a snooze fest because, it's, you know, kind of there brings some major power by Vittori. just, I don't know, Vittori, I feel like he's just going to go in there and win it all, just dominate the hell out of him. I have a feeling. Yeah, su surprisingly, the odds on this haven't changed from when they opened up. Minus 125 favorite for Marvin Vittori, plus 105 slight underdog for Cannoneer. I wouldn't even call it an underdog at this no. point. It's it's pretty much dead even. They're um, pretty even. Rightfully so. You know, number three, Marvin Vittori against number four, Jared Cannoneer. This is going to come mm -hmm. down to who's who's a better grappler, man. And mm -hmm. I, I think it's obviously Vittori. You know, yeah. Cannoneer is going to have to land one. And we've seen Vittori. He could take one. Um, mm -hmm. how many can he take? Uh, you know, how many shots can last those five rounds, right? Well, Vittori, Vittori's gas tank, he can, oh, yeah, way better than it's better than Cannoneer, man. Um, Cannoneer, small cage, too, small cage factor, right? Oh, yeah, I think Cannoneer, you know, he might get he might get gassed out from being put down on his back, but you know, if he lands that one shot, it could be lights out, man. But I got Marvin Vittori winning this fight, it's going to be a close decision. Yep. yep. I mean, snooze fest. Absolute snooze fest for Oliver. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> man. It's quite possibly the sandwich fight of the night. No, I was going to say this could be the sandwich fight of the night. Uh, yeah, it's 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 a pointless fight anyway. Like, let's be fair. What what either these guys get from this fight? You know, exactly. neither are going to neither are going to fight Robert, Alex, or as they do after this fight. Yeah. No. It's just one of those filler fights, and it's a filler card for the weekend because, you know, the UFC's got to put a, a fucking event every single Saturday. Unless yep. the WWE got some pay-per-view happening that weekend that there's not going to put a UFC event, so. Very true. They have to do it. They've been putting it out there. They get their guaranteed money from ESPN, so you're definitely right on that. And yeah, I'm in agreement with uh, with Emmett uh, Snoozer, but I hope not. I hope somebody gets finished. So who you got? That's the only the only way that this Harvard. guy is. Huh? I asked who you got. Oh no, I got Vittori. I hopefully he uh, he grinds it out. Maybe we're due for a bloodbath. So yeah, we are. So everybody's everybody has Vittori except me. I'm the only non-racist here. Okay, got it. Wow. <laughs> wow. <laughs> I got it. 
<laughs> wow, you did not just pull that card. Right? <laughs> no, I got Vittori, man. I got Vittori. And not, it has nothing to do with race. It has everything to do with, with skill. And skill. I just think, you know, Vittori's just, he, he's he's done it, bro. He's done everything except win the belt. Yeah, true. He's a junkyard dog. Absolute junkyard dog. Gatekeeper. This is the gatekeeper fight, right? Yeah, you know, I... I, I'm curious to see if, if Marvin Vittori yeah. wants to go out and say, you know, fuck what everybody thinks. I'm going to show them that I got hands and, and wants to sh- knock out Cannoneer and end up getting knocked out himself. Because we've seen that. We've seen fighters I do that, you know? I yeah. I hope, he, I hope he just sticks to the game plan, dude. Yeah. Yeah. Because, yeah. you know, Cannoneer's not the kind of guy that, that will drag that kind of emotion out of you. He's kind of he's kind of stale he's when just... it comes to, like, the uh, the interviews. You know, he doesn't talk a lot of shit. Um, so, yeah, man, I mean, yeah, this this is going to be a booty fight, bro. <laughs> but uh, the prelims, shout out to our boy Jimmy Flick. He's also making a, a return to fight Alexander Costa. A lot of people are yeah, favoring yeah. Costa in the fight, but I do not do not ever pick against Jimmy Flick. Uh, I know last time out wasn't his night, but I think Jimmy bounces back with a good quality win and his mm-hmm. fights are pretty, pretty exciting. He goes out on the shield. Either he subs somebody out with a flying triangle or he gets finished. But I think this time around, uh, Jimmy Flick gets a quality win. Uh, kind of, you know, jumping them prelims off. Some of those fights, I just, I don't know. This is a filler card, like Rob said. But mm-hmm. always excited to see uh, Jimmy Flick. And I'm always excited to see uh, Muslim Selikov, king of kung fu. Don't miss that fight with Dalby. That's an exciting matchup. Oh, that's good. That's a banger. That's a banger. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That one's good. Serious, man. serious. Yeah. And There's I a think right? fights coming up, so we'll see. Yeah. Yeah. And, uh, getting like to Pat that. Sabatini uh, and freaking Odessa Bukakis. You know what I mean? Yeah. That's a good fight to start the card off for sure. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because Bukaskis, who did he beat in his last fight? He won. And, Pat uh, Sabatini is not fighting Bukaskis. He's fighting Lucas Almeida. No, yeah. In Australia. But Bukaskis, there's two fights in the before it the prelims. Bukaskis. Yeah, Bukaskis fighting Zach Pauga. Yeah, he had a great win, and uh, he was a big underdog in Australia in his last fight. So he took his second ride in the UFC. So he's starting out the card, which is weird. But I can see why, because this fight is probably not going to see the judges. So I but think, Bukaskis, isn't it Barcelos and John starting out the card? Uh, according mm-hmm. to... The main character? Main, main character's Dalby? Is it not? Well, according to Tap, uh, it's Modesto's versus Zach Pauga. Yeah. Wow. Tap is yeah. wrong. That fight and the Pat Sabatini fight are going to be some good fights on the prelims, though. Yeah. Yeah, and I think the uh, Barcelos fight is canceled, right? Oh, is it? Oh. Yeah, Miles Johns and Barcelos is canceled. Damn, that sucks. I was, I was, yeah. I was yeah. excited to John, see Hani Barcelos uh, fight John's again. John's injured. John's yeah. injured. That's why they had to um, take that fight out. Pathetic. The only fight that I, I wish that didn't get canceled was Teporia was supposed to fight on this card, right? Against yeah, Ashley. against Josh Emmett. That fight has been rebooked, I believe. But yeah, Teporia, man, that's another guy that's a, and then a gun fucking You ever eat Teporia that? sushi? You ever you like your sushi Teporia? No, I don't like it no. anyway. No, no sushi. <laughs> oh, that's tempura. I'm being told that's tempura. I was way uh, off. Yeah, tempura, yeah. But, <laughs> but that uh, that concludes our picks for UFC uh, Fight Night Cannoneer. 
uh, versus Vittori. So hopefully it's not a fucking sandwich, but have your uh, everything ready. Have your Swiss, your ham, uh, <laughs> whatever your choice is. Like, make a good sandwich if it is, you know. But to end not the show, we have, yeah, to end the show, we have some exciting fight bookings. I know Emmett wanted to get to them. Of course, there's a lot of stuff. Everything you want. Uh, all the latest uh, news, you know, new fight uh, bookings, Ross Marquee, Emmett, Fight Book MMA. Check us out out there. But starting off with, uh, we were wondering about Max Holloway, what they were going to do with him. They're giving him the zombie, Tang Sung Jung. Uh, in, in Singapore. Mm. I think very, it, I think it's an exciting people. fight, bro. It's an exciting mm. fight. And uh, I think uh, the following after that event, it was also announced that they're doing the uh, – with the, the Asian, what, what is that? Um, that challenger series. So they're having the finale road for that. To the UFC, yeah. Road to the UFC. They're having the finale there in Singapore the very next day. So that's going to be a, a huge night of, uh, I mean, a huge weekend of fights, exciting mm-hmm. fights, man, from that side of the, uh, that side of the, that side of the world. So I'm excited to see that, bro. Yeah, I think that this is probably the only guy that Max hasn't beat, right, at 145. And I heard him, like, on a podcast not long ago that he spoke about, or they, they asked him, you know, about the zombie fight, which, you know, Max is not going to – He's Max has fought everybody, the best. Max is one of the best ever, but this is a guy he's never beaten. I think the fight where it's at is good, but Max always going to run through the zombie. Oh, he's going to run through him, bro. Yeah. And uh, I think uh, – what was it? The Zalgas Zumagula. He got his fight got canceled, right? So he yeah, analogous. Felipe Burns, Reaper. yeah, he got the Patty Pimblet fucking haircut. That's the guy, and if he keeps that haircut. He might be like champ. Like, talk to the title. Yeah. He'll be champ. He'll be Artem Lobov <laughs> status. <laughs> but uh, August fifth, uh, the UFC is going to Nashville. It's been a while since they've been to Nashville. Corey Sanhagen against Umar Namagamera. Bro. I don't know what they were going to do with it. Like, we thought Marab, but obviously Marab's getting hair transplant surgery and uh, he has a broken <laughs> hand. And uh, eventually, I guess he has to fight Aljo or he's like uh, banned from the UFC, right? Or they just don't, they don't like Marab. I'm right? super excited about that fight, bro. Yeah. Sanhagen is. Yeah, That's yeah, a fucking banger, bro. That is a fucking banger. Um, it's a main event too of Nashville. That's the main event. Nice. Yeah. And if somebody doesn't uh, go to sleep, someone doesn't go to sleep. Umar? Yeah. If somebody doesn't go to sleep in that fight, you know they're gonna walk out of there with like fractured faces, man. <laughs> this is gonna be a, a banger, dude. Yeah, that's like an arm break or like a blood bath or just some severe cut or something. Yeah, Sanhagen always brings it, but Umar is like low key. The killer that nobody wants to fight too. So he's undefeated, course, isn't he? Yeah, I believe yeah. so. Yeah. And of course, Stan Hagen's not going to duck, duck nobody. Sixteen and zero. Yep, sixteen and zero, yeah. bro. Yeah. Good luck. If anyone can do it, it's Stan Hagen, man. Especially the way he's been fighting lately. Dude's on yeah. fire. Yeah, man. And they, nobody wants to fight Umar. They were trying to give the fight to Marab, but they haven't asked me, bro. <laughs> no, I don't want to fight him. <laughs> But uh, the UFC <laughs> is returning to Paris, and it's very proper. Surreal gone. The main event against Mark. Mark Ambu Miller is fighting Surreal gone. Sergey <laughs> Sergey Spivak. Sergey Spivak. Mark <laughs> Yeah. 
So looking forward to that because Gon coming back from like, which we were talking earlier about not being ready for a title fight or main event. I mean, given it was John Jones, um, I think he has to come back and kind of a must win, you know what I mean, where he's at at heavyweight. Spivak's been a uh, fucking beast lately too. So uh, that presents a huge fight at heavyweight and it's in his backyard in Paris. So uh, I won't be picking it. Spivak versus Sub. Yeah. Bro, I got Sergey Spivak. I think he's going to pull up a huge upset. I think uh, Cyril Gaon just bit off a little more he could chew with the John Jones fight, and he's got a lot to prove, a lot of pressure on him in Paris. Um, and I don't think he's going to – I don't know, man. I think John Jones broke him, dude. I think John Jones mm. broke him, and Sergey Spivak is just going to finish his fucking job. Yeah, and a lot of guys are never the same after fighting Jones, so we'll see if that trend continues with uh, Cyril Gaon. Look at uh, – Yeah, I mean, Joe yeah, yeah. leave the cage with glaucoma. Or, <laughs> no, look at, uh, look or a boner. Santos never the same again. Uh, what's the other guy uh, that nearly beat Jones? Crash Bandicoot. What's uh, his name? See, we don't even remember his name. That's how. Bad I don't remember. <laughs> Daniel Cormier. Reyes, he's Reyes, like he's Reyes, like five hundred pounds. Dominic Reyes, yeah, Cormier was never the same. See, yeah, so Cormier, that, bro, he's just like tripled in size. So <laughs> Jones does that to people, and uh, he's still a goat, you know, until somebody fucking beats him. And that's the only fight that we haven't heard that uh, should be announced is the bro. Fight. I've said it once, and I'll say it again: the only person who beats John Jones is John Jones. Yeah, yeah, because we know Curtis Blade is already lined up. You know what I mean against Sergey. So the only fight that's left to be booked, you know what I mean, right? Yeah. No. Yeah. Well, the last fight booking, I know, Emmett, you're excited about this matchup. I do believe this is a true uh, fight. Well, Ian Gary's been showing out lately so well that, like, they're like, all right, Jeff Neal, this is the guy you got to get through to where maybe he gets a title shot or he's in the title talks. And, um, yeah, excited about Ian Machado, Gary, and Jeff Neal. It's uh, UFC's Boston card, August 19th. Got to be like a co-main event, uh, starting off the main card, right? Very proper, right? Mm. Like it's, it's basically going to be a homecoming for him too. Pretty much Boston, the Irish, um, they will show out for him. But we know what we're getting with Ian. Um, he's going to keep that fight at range, and he's going to use his limbs just to pick him apart. He mm-hmm. knows. Um, he knows. Game planning for Ian something that's massive throughout his career. Massive. He doesn't just go in there with. Um, the expectation just to beat somebody. He is detailed um, in what he does. I think he's I think he's massive compared to Jeff Neal as well, if I'm correct. I'm not too sure in exact measurements, but I think he's a lot bigger. Oh, yeah. He's yeah, a lot bigger. He's a lot taller, a lot longer. Mm. Yeah, and what's your name? Uh, Jeff Neal just came off fighting one of the top killers and future champ, in my opinion, and uh, Shavkat, you know, and Shavkat doesn't have a fight at the moment. We don't we don't know what's going on with Colby Covington, Leon Edwards, Shavkat's right there on the cusp, and uh, Ian mm-hmm. Machado and he's right there. He's next up. You know what I mean? Yeah, and they, and they have like similar similar body styles, man. Rachmanov and and uh, Ian Gary. You know, so yeah. it's uh, Jeff didn't have a lot of success in, in that fight. <laughs> so I I don't know, man. This is a this is going to be a good fight. Huge step up in competition for Gary, and if yeah. he pulls this off, bro, just Look out, sky's the limit for this kid. I, I think he gets it done, man. Leave the hype. Yep. 
And then later down the road, give or take, whoever holds the title, you know, fucking Machado against Shavkat, against Leon, Colby, imagine those fights, you know, even Bilal Muhammad's right there. Those are some matchups that we will see in the next year. And we don't know who's going to hold the belt. I mean, fucking, where, where is that? Yeah, <laughs> Leon and Colby needs to be announced soon. And correction earlier, I said uh, Sergey and uh, Blade, but now Sergey has not been booked. So there's still the John Jones sweepstakes. He's not been booked. Uh, Stipe, we don't know. So John Jones mm-hmm. is fighting somebody, hopefully before the end of the year. And I hope it's Stipe, right? That's the fight we yeah. want, right? Yeah. 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 Also, uh, go ahead, Russ. No, go ahead. No, go ahead. <clears throat> uh, so Sergey is going to probably stay on the outside, and if he has to sit out no, until they figure out shit with Jones and Stipe, maybe Stipe goes over to PFL like we've talked. He's out of contract at the moment, so it's a contract situation with Stipe. They can get the numbers right. Uh, he will indeed fight Jones because that's like a premier fight for heavyweight. For the heavyweight mm-hmm. history, that's a fight that needs to happen. Sergey can kind of wait around and uh, he'll be the next man up for sure, in my opinion. Yeah. Um, also, our boy, friend of the show, John Dotson, is booked to fight uh, J.R. Ridge. Here in Albuquerque, New Mexico, oh. at BKFC 48, and they love it out there now. Oh, dude, oh. They're, they're they're fighting at the Tingley Coliseum. Well, that's good. Well, too bad they couldn't do the pit because MMA show is epic. I know, epic. but Tingley, know. The... yeah, yeah, okay, yeah. John Dodson, though, he's a uh, he's unstoppable in BKFC. You know what I mean? Like he can't be dude, touched. It's because he hasn't like, fought me yet. Better. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we'll get him on the show and that way you can tell him. I will. You haven't fought me yet, bro. Yeah. <laughs> so let's go, bro. Let's go. Before his de- uh, BKFC debut, so we gotta get him back on, chat with the with the magician. You know? Yeah, I'll text him. I got I got his number. I'll text him. Tell He's him. always said anytime you want to uh, want me on the show, let me know. Tell him. Yeah. Get him so, on the show, I'm gonna call him out, I'm gonna say I'm gonna be the oldest BKFC champ ever. And I'm and I'm gonna do it with your help. I need you to. I need you. I need you to fucking take a dive, okay? That's what I'm trying to say here. I'm gonna pay you. (laughs) I'm gonna pay you. I'm gonna pay you my purse. (laughs) Oh, and last but not least, too, uh, to cap off the fight bookings and end the show, our boy Steve Mean Machine Garcia. Yes. uh, He's fighting Sean Woodson. No, he's He's fighting Mac and me. Oh, oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> Sean Woodson, bro. The uh, we have so many that's nicknames for that guy. The Yellow Bastard. That's my nickname for him. <laughs> my yellow yellow bastard. Bastard. He looks like the Yellow Bastard from Sin City. Well, and Mac and me mixed. It's both. Yeah. But it's gonna be that style matchup, though. Yellow Mac. We need to call him Yellow Mac. Yellow Mac. Yellow Mac. Yeah, that's a, uh, fight, that's a definite somebody's getting finished. And yep. I think it'll be Woodson this far out. You know, we'll talk to Steve more about it as the fight gets closer. So for sure. Hell yeah. Oh, and I forgot <laughs> to mention on my fights coming up this weekend, we also have Glory Kickboxing Collision 5. They just finalized their fight card today. Um, it's on the website, so go check it out. Uh, Glory Kickboxing, they're also uh, having their event. So um, I forgot to add that on there. No, oh, you got to be a real fight fan this weekend, ladies and gents. So mm-hmm. be ready, cancel everything, 
have your tablets up, your phone, two laptops, whatever you need. You got to make that dedicated effort. You're not watching every yes. single second of every single round of every single fight of every single day this weekend. Sorry, folks, but you're definitely not a real fight fan. Fight fan. <laughs> uh, shout out right to you, being the real dedication, you're dedicated out there across the world. <laughs> Joining us, man. It was a pleasure having you on. We need to do this more often. Definitely, boys. It's been an absolute pleasure here. Anytime you want me on, give me a shout. Awesome. Right on. Well, that concludes our show. Just want to give a quick shout out to everybody that's watching and or listening. Uh, go and subscribe to our YouTube channel. It is blowing up. Thanks to our boy, Emmett Glenn, who is uh, putting some awesome content out there and getting our YouTube shorts to the 12K, 14K, 20K, 50K uh, views. It's just amazing what you're doing, man. You found the, you cracked the code of the algorithm for YouTube. <laughs> so thank you again, Emmett, for uh, all your hard work. Right. And, uh, yeah, uploading the, the Bellator and PFL uh, press conferences too. So um, shout out to you, bro. And uh, yeah, that's the end of our show. David? David, you know do, David dropped out, so... Oh. David, right when he was going to end the show. Well, like David always says, to catch all the combat sports news from around the world, go to fightbookmma.com. Oh, 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 David's, David's joining. Is he, is he joining? Is yeah, he David, join? yeah, he's joining. Oh, shit. There he is. There he is. <laughs> Close out the show, David. Oh, God, man. <laughs> all right, David. You know what to do, bro. Hey, my phone disconnected for a second, but I got back just in time. So shout out to everybody that's watching and or listening. Uh, shout out to Emmett joining us tonight, the Fight Book MMA panel. You definitely got to do more of these and just have a bunch of the crew and the homies on. So always a pleasure on a Thursday night for myself, Dave Rodriguez, Mark Ambu Miller, Roberto Villa, the boss, Emmett Glenn across the land, Rudy Lara, producer at hand. We are sitting ringside, episode 176. We out. Enjoy the fights. Good shit, guys. Awesome. Yeah, my fucking phone disconnected. Thank you so much, bro. Go to sleep. No worries, man. Go to sleep. Go to work. I've got a good one. Oh, man. Thanks, Emmett. Really do appreciate it, bro. Yeah, bro. Okay. Hope you had a blast, man. Because this is how we do our podcast.